Kylie Underwood has been a sports journalist for more than 20 years. From her commentary box, she has watched female sporting stars fight for equal rights on the sporting field to get women's sport to where it is today. But in 2020, she could never have anticipated that all would come to a halt. The coronavirus pandemic has caused sporting codes across the globe to cancel or postpone their seasons indefinitely. This is a tragedy for all sports. But what does it mean for the female athletes who are already struggling for equal pay and equal coverage? How far will this worldwide catastrophe push back the undeniable progress these women have made? Well, it's absolutely devastating from everyone. I mean, we know that female, unless you're professional, a lot of these part-time professional, um, part-time athletes in the NRLW, AFLW, even the W League, um, we see it in the WNBL, they struggle to make ends meet. They struggle to pay their rent. They're, they're, they're juggling um, part-time or full-time work. They've all got sort of these um, uh, stories that connect them where they are working overtime to just pursue their sporting careers. Netball has been leading the way in Australian women's sport for the last century. Australia played their first match against New Zealand in 1938 in the world's first international netball game. Commentating Australian netball for the past eight years, Kelly has witnessed the code grow from the sideline. I think I saw that a the sort of step from semi-professional into almost professional in the netball world, or definitely professional with um, the Australian Diamonds team. Rudy Ellis was supposed to start her season with the Queensland Firebirds in the Suncorp Super Netball League this year. She made the move from Melbourne to Brisbane in December last year to begin the club's pre-season training. After months of intense training, the netball season was postponed indefinitely without a single game played. It was pretty yeah, disappointing, especially because it's our first year or my first year with Firebirds and had a big pre-season. We were all super fit and ready to come back and mm-hmm. yeah, show everyone what we had sort of this year. But um, yeah, to then have this massive pause on everything, it's been yeah, a bit deflating. Rudy said it's frustrating not being able to show the netball community what they had to offer. It sucks, I guess, not being able to get out there at the start of May and yeah, prove everyone what we've been doing all pre-season. Not being able to play after a long pre-season has been equally devastating for Bridie Condrum, who has been playing with the Queensland Fusion in the Australian Netball League competition for three years. Oh, sorry, this is actually just, it was so upsetting. to find out that our coaches um, and support staff had all been stood down and that some had resigned um, purely for the benefit of Netball Queensland so that they could put money to keep it all afloat. I just remember we're all sitting, we're all sitting there, didn't know what to say because what do you say when something like that happens? But yeah, we all just found out that way that our season wouldn't go ahead and that we'd all just be stood down, we wouldn't train together anymore and that was that. Jenny Brazel, the coach of the Queensland Fusion, said telling her team via Zoom that their season wasn't going ahead was one of the hardest things she's had to do in her 20 years of coaching. It was really 
group that we had this year had connected so well as a um, as a team. They worked so very hard, and I think just to have that devastating news that that competition put on hold, there's the, you know the high possibility that it may not even go ahead this year. Um, yeah, I think it was just such a hollow feeling. Bridie, who was only 20 years old, has returned to her hometown of Mackay to be with her family after losing her part-time job in Brisbane. Especially for a lot of us, we haven't just been doing this for one or two years. It's been it's been a fairly long journey and you get used to being in that team environment day in, day out. And I think not getting to be with the team and in that constant environment of support, it's a difficult place to be. Netball isn't the only female sport that is feeling the effects of coronavirus. Even though the Australian Women's Football League has played most of their season, the expected financial loss on the AFL creates doubt about the future of the Women's League, who only kicked off their first season in 2017. I mean, the AFL's talking about maybe going back 15 years ago where instead of the, the best players receiving a million dollars a season, they might be receiving $600,000 a season. But there's going to be cutbacks everywhere. Um, women's sport won't be immune to that, which is, yeah, it is a worry. It's a genuine concern, um, particularly because it's been on such a roll. Kelly says that the AFLW has gained momentum since its very first kickoff just four years ago. It, it sort of became more of a movement. It was more than just about sport, and I think that's why it just took off like this runaway train. It was just skyrocketed, um, burst onto the scene, really. And, uh, yeah, so to be part of that was, was fantastic. Kelly says the quality of the AFLW competition continues to improve significantly each season. And the season just finished. I mean, they're, they're faster, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're more confident. Um, you know, it improved each season. It was quite quite obvious, quite evident. The AFLW competition was cancelled due to social distancing restrictions in the lead-up to its final, leaving the competition without a premiership winner. This is a devastating blow for the Code, which are only in their fourth season. Particularly the AFLW, it was coming to, they, they rushed through the semi-finals weekend and then they didn't get to play their grand finals. So they've put life on hold over summer to dedicate two months to a pre-season, to be the fittest they've ever been, to be able to play the best football they've ever been. And then they go through the season, two gruelling months in the heat, and then suddenly it, it just it comes to this abrupt stop and it's all taken away from them and they have no contact probably with the club anymore. Gold Coast Suns player Molly Ritson has experienced this devastation firsthand. Wow, we saw each other in Perth one weekend and the next weekend the the season had been called off. We didn't even get that sort of the chance to say thank you or say goodbye or see you soon to those support staff. So Molly says she's grateful that because the AFLW was able to play out most of their season, she had not received any cuts to her salary. But for other women like Rudy Ellis, they are not so lucky. After finding out her season was cancelled, the 22-year-old moved back to Melbourne to be with her family. Rudy is also studying full-time at university and so does not have time to work. She relies on her netball salary for money. Although she's back home with her family in Melbourne, Rudy still has to pay rent in Brisbane 
With a 70% pay cut to her first year pay packet, Rudy says this is tough. Especially when it's like your first year into year or two in, um, in the team, like you're obviously on a base salary and stuff. So I think, yeah, 70% definitely hurts. Kelly is urging sporting codes to remember their women's teams when making difficult financial decisions. I just hope that clubs out there, when they're looking to slash funds which and slash money, which they will because it's a, a real financial concern for every single club in Australia at the moment, that they take into account how, you know, the, the input that women's sport has sort of produced or provided society over the last couple of years. It, it's been, you know, giving these women a chance has has been more than just a feel-good story. Um, it, it's about equality. It's about diversity. Like I said earlier, it's a bit, it's a bit like a social movement where it's not about winning and losing. It, it's about saying, hey, we're, we're equal. You know, in AFL, you've been playing this game for 100 years and now it's our turn and we deserve our shots. Kelly remains hopeful the future of women's sport. But, I mean, sport plays a major role in society. It's going to play a major role here with getting society back up on its feet. Um, it will provide that feel-good factor, that switch-off factor. Once it returns, um, it'll be that distraction that we're all craving. So mm. um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It's a small, tiny light at the moment, but um, we, we will get back and, and return to normal eventually. It's just going to take time. <laughs> Despite these unprecedented times, these women remain hopeful for a future of equality in sport. For Jack Digital, I'm Michaela Cameron, Brisbane.